This week on the Bamcast, see Thomas Howell, see Thomas kill, kill Thomas, kill. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 575. Woohoo. Ooh, numbers. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bamcast is we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. I like, like that it. one. However, there are bad, bad movies in the state where they get a negative sliding scale, one of five bags of some giant bags of trash. Ooh. Not about them. Uh, so, uh, we took away the poll where you just made a executive decision here. <laughs> Regular decision this week. Yeah. yeah uh, back to the normal ones. Yeah, screw the populace. We're back to a tier, tier dictatorship here. And yes, um, we uh, landed on 1996's The Sweeper. Sweeper. Yeah, starring C. Thomas Howell. It's co-starring Jeff Fahey. Yeah, but it's kind of like a Stephen Skull in an Executive Decision sort of role. Uh, spoilers. I mean, I guess he gets a little bit more to do. Yeah, but it's directed by uh, Joseph Mary. Yeah, Mary, Mary. Mary. I don't know. He, he directed Rage. That's all you need to know. Ah, Rage. And uh, which uh, I believe was unanimous five jocks. Oh, we. I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, it also uh, he also did zero tolerance, and I think there's one more, but who cares? Force, max something, force. maximum, maximum force. force. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and see Thomas Howell, he was in high <laughs> side out. Remember that hot jam oh, side wow. out? Wow, okay. that's the volleyball movie. Yeah, yeah that's, volleyball movie. That's the guy. That's the one with the thirty something guy who just disappeared off the face of the earth. Peter Horton. Yeah. Yep. Uh, like Horton heard a yeah. who, and I don't know. Nobody's seen a Horton yep. since. Speaking of people dropping off the earth, he was also in Cross, if you remember that one, which had oh, like fucking God. 545 named characters with lines, and Ooh. yeah, and they all sucked. That that bit my ass harder than Brian, Brian Austin Green. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, it's it's got a lot of that guy's. A lot of dudes that you will be like, I've seen that guy somewhere. I just can't place it. And it's usually like, oh, he was a cop in the X-Files or Buffy or one of the, you know, yeah. generally speaking. Okay. This is a PM entertainment joint. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means? Stunts. Complete disregard for human life. Yes. I think it stands for pure mayhem, I think, is what the PM. That would not surprise me. Yeah. Because, uh, like, Rage was the same way where it's just like, holy shit, are they actually doing this? Yeah. We talk about like John Woo and being in Hong Kong and it's like, yeah, they don't they didn't mind if they killed anybody. That's why things are so crazy. These yeah. were somehow made in the United States. Yeah. This one was filmed in L.A. and perhaps How? surrounding areas. Like, did they just be like, listen, we don't give a shit about insurance. We're doing this. Most of this stuff was probably filmed in and around L.A., but that highway must have been somewhere else. Yeah, it, it had to have been. It feels like almost like it had to be like some sort of like under construction test. Like, highway. Almost or, like yeah. a test. Like this is where we run. You know, like we train highway patrol yeah. officers. And we do all kinds of things of like, you know, here's how to do a pit maneuver on a highway and not kill other people. I don't know. You know. Yeah, because yeah. this movie is a a tale of two movies, really. Because there yeah. is personal okay. family drama stuff, and then there's what the fuck is happening? This is insanity. Yeah, this might be the best thing that ever happened to me. I feel like I've done this stuff. before. I like I almost just want to like go through the plot in like five, ten minutes because the plot is really not important. And I almost like rather just 
talk we about can, the... We can hit quick beats. Yeah. The beginning is uh, Jeff Fahey talking to uh, one of the three ninjas in the back seat, who is his son, and saying, hey, he's going to be a cop someday. And his partner's like, nah, he should be a dentist. And they just keep talking kind of just bullshit for a while. Yeah, it's just... And that's when you realize that this movie was made in 1996. Mm-hmm. And everyone probably watched Pulp Fiction and was like, people like dudes sitting in cars talking about nothing, right? Yeah. And so they went ahead and did that. Because it's a solid five minutes of them just talking in the car about just dumb shit. But it's not clever in any way. Like, Yeah, Pulp I mean, it, it's, it's, that, it's that edgy without knowing where the edge is. It's like, your edge is like not even close to the actual edge, like yeah. Tarantino people were writing. And, you know, clever people that were ripping off Tarantino were writing. It's... It's more like, oh, I said ass in front of your son. Ooh, that's why'd you do that? You're, yeah. He's going to be a drug dealer now. How does he know about drug dealers? Like, because it's there's fucking television. It's a fucking cop. Like, you know, like yeah. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, yeah that's. But I mean, and the thing is, you've got Jeff Fahey and some other dude delivering this, and it's not Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta delivering that dialogue as well. So there's a difference, obviously, not only in the writing but in the delivery. Sure. But anyway. They decide they're going to get out of the car and bust these pimps because there's, there's the only way to describe it because we don't know what time frame any of this is set in. We don't know any of that, but they get out because it looks like, you know, 90s L.A., but they get out of the car and these dudes are dressed like mid 70s mod. Yeah, except that the outfit. guy, the the head pimp, the one who seems to want to start the beef fastest, appears to be wearing like what was trendy, which was like, you know, wearing a Mercedes hood emblem yeah. as a medallion, but they, but they've got <laughs> it, kind of what it looks like, but they've got it covered up for like, you know, copyright reasons yeah. or something. It's weird. It's, I mean, it just looks strange. It actually looks like a hood ornament style yeah. medallion covered up to be like, Oh, well we mm-hmm. can't, you know, BMW didn't want their imagery in this movie. Or yeah. Whatever. But I mean, they get out of the, co- the, the one cop gets out and is just like, Hey man, you can't be here. And he's like, I'm a public citizen. I can be here. Nah, nah, nah. I'm and, conducting business. Yeah. And then Jeff Fahey gets out of the car and tells the kid, he's like, stay in the damn car. I'll be back. And then goes out and is like, and as soon as he steps out of the car, like the pimp is just like, Oh, you're dead meat, man. You're, you're fucked. Oh, at first he's just like, you're a pig. You're a stupid pig, pig. Pig, yeah. aren't you a pig and this you know, partner's like are you gonna take that and he just loose cannons like right away like grabs the guy and i mean th- i mean just this escalates extremely quickly yeah well i mean it the guys are taunting the cops yeah. so they start trying to beat the shit out of each other the the cops get two of the guys in cuffs and the third one just runs into the car and into the cop car and takes off in it with the kid in the back seat yes from here there is the longest pier on Earth with the longest street festival on Earth. And this man is determined to hit everything along the I think way. It, I think it started as a pier and became a boardwalk, but uh, I don't man, know. Whatever it, it is, it's, he is able to drive sure. on it for like 10 minutes. And holy shit, there are so many stuntmen that get fucking hip-checked by this car. Oh, God. Not just hip-checked. Yeah, just also flipped right the fuck Men, over this car. women, children... And also the sound guy doing work, too, because mm-hmm. there's some good thunks. This person just got hit by a car sounds yeah. well, is I'm, the only way I can and, describe it. You know, countless picnic tables and concession stands. Things of and, fruit. You know, yeah. All, all of the things that cars drive through, it's plowing through those. And sometimes people still in or around those things as they're getting destroyed and yeah, knocked back. Way too fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about it also is that Jeff Fahey has taken a bike, a, a motorcycle that was near there. And is chasing them down while popping wheelies. I mean, I, like what he's doing is awesome, but I, I want to I comment on the bike for a second because it looks like 
like a Harley fat boy, like, you know, yeah. like a big fat Harley thing. Like you should not but, be able to do well, a wheelie. Yeah, with it. doing wheelies would be really difficult. You know, it's got like a gold gas tank and everything, but I'm pretty sure it had streamers off the handlebars, like a, like a, like a girl's BMX bike or whatever. You yeah. know, I'm just saying like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, or it had something. Who cares? Maybe, yeah. I'm just saying it was like, okay, that's a bold choice for the streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, Harley man, but okay. But the thing is, it seems pretty clear from the way the footage is shot that Jeff Fahey is also running over people. Sometimes, like, popping wheelies, like, what, I mean, from the shots, that it would appear that he's popping wheelies, like, directly on these people's crotches as he runs them over. Like, yeah. Because these people have just been splayed by the car, and then he just, like, right through there. And... Yeah. So this is, uh, <laughs> was Terror Squad last week? Because this uh, might be two movies no, in a row did, where did, the cops did, have speed bumped human beings. Yeah, we did Runaway last week. Oh, Runaway that's right. Okay, so, yeah, so. We skipped a week. Every other week, we're going to have cops running over somebody. <laughs> okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but So this goes on for, like, longer than you would think, and constantly just plowing through the street festival until Jeff Fahey is chasing behind and decides to do a handstand, or, or not a handstand, but, like, stand up on the bike. Yeah, like surf it. Yeah. yeah, surf the bike and jump from the bike onto the roof of the car. And this stuntman actually does this shit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Like, I don't know if he had like a ramp or a launch or something. I don't know, but he straight up fucking jumps from the bike onto the top of the car, almost slides off. There might have been a like a yoink rope to like guide him over. Maybe, maybe that it was like if there is, yeah. they hit it well. Sure, yeah, but yoink. so I like that. It's a technical term, a yoink rope, a yoink rope. Yeah. But he gets on top of the car and then it is just trying to hold on, but also trying to reach in and. I don't know, strangle the guy who's driving? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. But he ends up hanging off the side of the car. And then, and then, keep in mind, this car is still plowing through tables and people and everything else. And eventually, finally reaches the edge of the boardwalk and just does a fast five and just launches off the side into the water. And he just goes flying off of the side of this, of this vehicle. Yeah. I, this is after he's been, like, drug through multiple bits of debris too on oh, the yeah. side of the car because he yeah. hangs onto it for like yeah. half the chase and his this legs is, this and is it, not like he gets on and then oh shit we run yeah. off the edge he, he's on that thing for a while yeah. as and, well and it's a you know it's just your typical police sedan type thing so it's mm-hmm. not even like a you know usually when you see something like this it's usually on a truck or a jeep or something that has running boards mm-hmm. this guy is just yeah. you know his feet are just boom, 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 you know just hitting yeah. the ground constantly yeah yeah but it's, it's impressive but yeah they, they they land in the pier he surfaces has to dive under to get the son out of the vehicle because his son is still in the back seat keep in mind and he uh he pulls him out gets him up and then they cut to home yeah there there was something that the gaggle of pimps on the pier that's a thing people say they hinted at before they just started pure taunting with your standard yeah. cop rhetoric they were like something about you should be careful protection something this yeah. was hinted at very briefly but which, yeah you know seemed to send jeff a into the rage and then he then he gets home, and, and and son's just getting yelled at by mom to go set the table after yeah. he's almost drowned. Well, keep in mind, we're still not understanding what time period it is, but sure. the daughter goes upstairs and tr- and cranks like an old stereo and is playing like yeah, funk we have, music. And we haven't met her. We don't know. I mean, we assume it's the daughter. We find out, of course, it's his daughter, but she, don't worry. She's not much of a character and won't be. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just she's wearing like those Huge ass jeans. She's wearing like, like blo- that, they blossom, wore, that we wore in the 90s. Jeans. Yeah. yeah, blossom era jeans. I yeah, mean, that's all it's, you can say. it's strange. But 
Anyway, so she's cranking that music and dancing around. The son just kind of is in the kitchen, goes back to his room, and the mom's just like, yeah, and we're like, and it's weird because we're like, did some time pass? What's going on? And then, and nope, time did not pass because she's like, our son almost died today, and you won't talk to me, Jeff Fahey. Yeah. While he's making calls about uh, protection. Yeah, yeah, we're going to need more protection. We need to handle this. And uh, as he's trying to explain things to her, but not really explain them, dudes bust in with guns. She flips out. They murder her. And we're like, oh, okay. And then shoot Jeff Fahey in in the gut, basically. Yeah, like sort of like side shot him with a shotgun. Yeah. Like a thing, he might have survived, but yeah. no. Yeah. And the son way. hears this happening and is like able to kind of hide himself in the bathroom. They walk into the girl's room and just fucking blast her. And then the lead guy, the lead bad guy, goes into the bathroom and basically taunts the kid. He's like, I just killed your family. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And he's like, hey, how about you? How about here's a gun. Why don't you shoot me? Why, why don't you do it? Why don't you take the gun? Take the gun. Take the gun. Take the gun. And eventually the kid does take the gun, but then he doesn't shoot him. And then he's like, I guess you really are a pussy. And then shoots him. Flash mm-hmm. to white. And then uh, we see the kid in the hospital. And the grandmother standing over him with some girl who... We've never seen before. Yeah, we've never seen before. He's like, Just oh. random looking blonde yeah. girl. But she expositions that this is Susie, the next door neighbor... You remember you had a crush on her. Turns out she has a crush on you too, and she, she wants to see you live. So wake up, and then like another hard flash to like what is it? Fifteen years. Yeah, later? it's see Thomas Howell looking shitty, mm-hmm. uh, long hair, bad. I mean, bad goatee. It, honestly, it's a fake tattoos. It's a good casting or transition from like I can see. Okay, that's Jeff Fahey's kid. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like they both yeah, have right, that right. same disheveled. Like, all right, yeah, I'll, yeah. Buy, I'll buy it. Yeah, because we're thinking like Jeff Fahey's second build on this, so mm-hmm. we're like, oh, so you know, oh, that that this this is Jeff Fahey's new partner. It's like, no, fifteen years later, he dead. Yeah, Family's I, thought, I, thought, I thought maybe we were gonna get like Ghost Jeff Fahey, but now we get like no. just some flashbacks of the shit that happened earlier that yeah. maybe the kid didn't even see. But nope, but yeah, but the, this is uh, this is the the kid is now C. Thomas Howell, mm-hmm. who is a uh, Mark yeah. Mark Goddard. And he's just your, he's a loose cannon type cop too. He's got yeah. a dysfunctional home life that he apparently married the girl from the hospital. We find out or, you know, yeah, they had a kid. They're divorced now because he was too married to the job. Your typical cop shit. Right. She couldn't stand to bring him home dead one day. You know, they, every sure. cop cliche. You I can hate think it of. when you hear, but I hate it when you go too. it's like, yeah. maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should break up. Yeah. And they did. And stay broken but up. But they have a kid. And stop and talking he to wants, each other. Yeah, he wants to get back together. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, the, their home life, I mean, it's your standard. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, most of the, like, the plot that's not A to B of, like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. is like, the, the plot isn't even really strictly A to B. It's like, you would think the whole thing is about him getting revenge for his family, but it's really, it's just, he's got the Batman complex of, like, my parents are dead and uh, I have uncontrolled rage mm-hmm. and so i'm just doing the only thing my dad really ever taught me to do so I'm murdering people and basically like i mean skip ahead a bit like he we see him do you know some more police stuff like there's you know some stings he goes on you know the big job is that he's uh they're called to find they just call him a sociopath i don't know they're mm-hmm. they're like i don't even really know that they ever really describe his crimes other than he preys on women at atms but i think it's like it seems that the guy was just going to rob this lady. I don't yeah. know. I mean, if there's probably going to be more that you know that doesn't happen because it's no. a sting. But his mo was that he murders people at the ATM. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. 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 But, but when he but he 
puts the knife to her back and he says, "Give me, your give, me a, give me the purse." And and it's not like I, it might we're not going even, into this. It alley. might not even been the guy. That's the thing. It's like it's yeah. a, it's a lot of jump to conclusion. But he's on a stakeout. They've got an attractive lady officer who's the honeypot who's going to go out and mm-hmm. catch this sociopath guy. Blah blah blah. There's yeah. a, there's an old guy who's like, ah, hey, tuts, and he's trying to teach her how to be safe, and because he's apparently won the. Department Martial Arts. Third nope, place. Third place. Oh, sorry. Third place. And apparently the, the worst athletic police precinct on the, on the, mm-hmm. on the planet because if, I'm saying if he placed it all, you've been, you know, like he gets his ass kicked a lot. A lot. But he tries to teach her how to do like a knife disarm move, which, you know, spoilers ends up killing the old guy. Like if you'd only know this, like the, the exact move that he's like, ah, yeah. oh, you don't need that. Blah, blah, I'll be there to protect you. That's yeah. But he gets, he gets killed by that exact thing. And then if he'd, he'd seen the movie, he would have been able to counter. Yep. But haha. Um, anyway, yep. He, there's a foot chase. It leads to him like chasing this guy onto a roof. Yeah. It's not just a foot chase. Oh, I mean, like yeah, this, this is, guy, the this, thing is this guy's in a suit. He's mm-hmm. like wearing a suit jacket buttoned. Keep in mind. Yeah. Wearing dress pants. I mean, he just look, he looks he looks like a Ted Raimi book. guy. You know, he just looks yeah. like a, a regular dude in a business suit. Like, yep. he, there's nothing like super creepy. Like, maybe minorly creepy about him. Like, I'm saying, like Ted Raimi. Like, yeah, like I would if you just saw him. But when he makes the face, you're like, oh, okay, maybe you are crazy. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying, yeah. But man, this leads like onto the roof of a. This guy gets on the roof fast. Like, I don't know how. Like. I'm guaranteed they're on, like, they're on a skyscraper by the end of go, it. Go just as I'm not saying try to get on the roofs, but look around next time you're out and about for any building that's higher than three stories and try yeah. just like look and see how about trying to get on that roof. You can't no. like it's it's not easy. It's I've not tried. easy. Yeah. Like two story roofs are even kind of sometimes hard to get onto. They usually cover up the fire, you know, the ways up. Yeah. But they end up on a roof, more foot chase. They fight for a brief second in which C. Thomas Al yeah. gets gets his ass kicked again, mm-hmm. loses his gun. This is where we actually were like, oh, really? You know, the martial arts tournament? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you suck so much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But eventually they get to like the corner of this building because he's cornered the guy. And so they start fighting. They flip over the railing and are on like the little side embankment thing. And... He's about to push C. Thomas Howell off of the building when he grabs some kind of wiring. I think, it's, the, it. I think it's a flagpole in the corner of the building, and he like grabs the yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Wraps it around this dude's neck, and then it's just like, if I'm going down, you're going with me. And basically chucks them both off the building, and is able to hang on to this dude. Not, not the rope. Like, hangs on to this guy's leg. Hang on to the guy. While this thing yeah, essentially snaps his neck. I mean... Yeah, but that thing, that would yank his head off like a like a champagne cork. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would be sort of like one of those party popper things. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it, it kills that dude. And then he's able to climb back up the rope, the rigging, whatever it is that's hanging there. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude is clearly just dead. Yeah. And also like the stuntmen are hanging. Uh, there's a long shot of them up in the building. Oh. It's like, God yeah. damn. Yeah. Now, apparently, I mean, he gets, he's, he's gone home, goes, gets, goes yeah. to sleep. Yeah, he chief. gets to the roof and just takes a smoke. And then the next thing is, is he's sleeping at home. And, and getting chewed out by his boss on his answering machine. Yep. But apparently this was his ninth kill in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. And that's the magic number to get on the J.I.'s watch list, which is yep. Justice Incorporated. And Ed Lauder tells you that they are the secret government organization yeah because it's they, been around for 50 plus years yeah there's a whole weird thing where some lady is like at the bar with him and then this is weird because it's like it's 
It's almost like it's ripping off Jackie Brown before Jackie Brown existed. I'm just yeah. saying in the Tarantino milieu, this yeah. like this lady is clearly dressed like a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Hits on this guy at the bar, or hits on Thomas Howell at the bar. Takes him back to uh, her hotel room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is clearly wants to fuck him, but is like doing this whole like, what's the best breakfast cereal thing? Yeah, it's the whole we watched a Tarantino movie, yeah. so here we need to talk about honeycombs and all this other shit. And yeah. Yeah, and, you know, equating breakfast cereals to fellatio and all that fun stuff. You know, just yeah. like a Tarantino movie. Like you do. Yeah. As he's about to get a blowjob, that's when Ed Louder comes out. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, hey. te- te- uh, she works for J.I., and we're here to recruit you. Uh, I'm Nick Fury. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so he goes the next day, and like I'm, I'm, Nick, apparently... Fa- I'm Nick Fast and Furious. We're here to yeah. <laughs> recruit you to our destroying lots of shit with cars and movies. Yeah. And and he goes to this rich people party where it, it's that's where he's introduced to what J.I. is. And it's all cops who have at least nine confirmed kills. Yeah. And uh, they they I mean, honestly, I could have gone with, you know, police murder squad or police, uh, you know, orgy squad. I mean, yeah. it could have gone either way, you know, Fidelio or yeah. like and he's not about it. Murder everyone. He's not about it. And, the, and he thinks they're full of shit until they bring out one of he. Oh, right. There's a child pornographer that he had beaten the shit out of in a mall. Yeah, because, forgot about that one. That's... Because that guy sent his film out to get developed at the one hour photo in the mall, which has apparently child porn on it. Bad call. Definitely. Yeah. Good call, uh, but, trying to beat his ass. Yeah, yeah, he almost beats him to death, and they they're able to execute this guy because he is. Uh, they, they've they've found the dude, and they're like, yeah, he got off on technicality because of what you did, and right. here's real justice, and he blows yeah. the guy away. Yeah, basically, they're supposed to be like the they're the guys will do the shit that the regular cops can't do. Yeah, you know, that secret justice, secret police thing, whatever, yep. and. That, at least, again, that's all Ed Lauder. This is Ed Lauder's story. We don't know if there's a lick of truth to this. I mean, it could be just this local crime syndicate that he's made up. Who who knows? But yeah, um, but he says they're paid, they're funded by the government. Everyone gets a salary, and they do it because they believe in justice, not because they want the money. But can I just say that Justice Incorporated is a much better name for this movie than The Sweeper? Yes, you can. especially since, like, I mean, if you were going to call a movie The Sweeper, you would think. I mean, if I were writing a movie, like if someone said, I want you to write a movie and it's going to be, it has to be called The Sweeper, I would immediately make it about a guy who drives a street sweeper and uses a street sweeper to do justice. Clean up his crimes. Yeah. Both yeah. like literally clean up the streets and mm-hmm. figuratively clean up the streets. Yeah. That's what it should be done with. Sure. But here, it should be Justice Incorporated. Because then you go, wait, what is that? Yeah. That sounds cheesy and awesome. I would watch that. But yes, and now I, you're looking up if there is another movie called Justice Incorporated. I am because yeah. I meant to do that earlier. Uh, there was Kids Incorporated. Oh, that's from Canada. Yeah, so it doesn't count. It's not real. I don't think there was another. Yeah, see, bad. Of course, IMDb IMDb's like search is the worst in the entire. Universe. This is also true. But I also want to point out that PM Entertainment put out like nine movies in 1996, so they were just like they were busy. Yeah, they were. I like, mean, they get it out, done. They put out a movie called Maximum Force. I guarantee you, there's another movie called Maximum Force somewhere out there. I so the double of titles, I don't so. think, would be their problem. But of course. Yeah, it's a better title. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So they they kill the rapists and the murderers and the then the stuff that slips through the justice system. It's weird because I don't feel like we ever had the scene where she. Talk- I mean, I felt like. 
the way he was acting, C. Thomas Howell never was like, all right, I'm in. It felt like he was like, yeah, I'm not sure about all this. And the next thing you know, it's like he's got sacks, you know, like Ed Lauder keeps handing him like large envelopes of money. The first yeah. one was like, keep it if you, you know, if you don't even show up for the party, whatever. But even after, yeah. when the party was over, he's like, yeah, and they're like, another sack of, you know, here's another stack. Of oh, no. Well, yeah. Or do you well, try he, to hand it C. back? C. Thomas Howell handed it back. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, and so. Then- yeah, Ed Lauder. Uh, okay. right back. I, like, I, I missed, missed the. And right. the other guys were also joking. They're like, "You could tell somebody, but who's going to fucking believe you?" You know. I guess he said yes because, like, next thing you know, he's being like, he goes to a fancy home and it's it says, "Oh hi, Mark," on the door. It, I mean, it doesn't say like "Welcome home," but it's clearly it. This is not the schlub guy's house. It, he was no way he was living here. No. Uh, right. No, it's he's, his he's, new house. Yeah, he's Ed Lauder's already in there yeah. waiting for him. And it, it's it's fully furnished with a, t- a kitchen island full of guns. And he's he selected one. That's when Ed Lauder walks in. And he's like, only one gun. And he's like, do you like sports cars? There's three in the garage. But but it's the whole like wish fulfillment thing. Yeah. You know, like oh, you just do this, and now you're right. you've got everything you want. And there's one more scene where he goes back to the now ex-wife. It's like, here, take the sack of money. Um, she's like, I'm not going to see you again, am I? Oh, I, I still love you. Yeah, where did this come from? And I he's can't like, take he, this. He's, he's like, like, you can take the money or you can throw it in the trash. He's I don't like, give a shit. raise my son with it. I don't know. Yeah. Put it in a college fund. Yeah. Yeah, so he's in now. So now he's doing missions where they're basically just sending him to murder everybody wherever he goes. And this is when we just get in the John Woo type ripoff stuff. Yeah. Because he's pretending to be a drug dealer at one of them and fucks around with these people for a little bit before basically just shooting everybody in the room. And there's one thing that should be awesome that just doesn't work the way they filmed it. Mm -hmm. Because he's only got the one gun and he just starts shooting the bodyguards first and then all of these meth cookers in the lab. I'm assuming that. I don't know what. Uh, Cocaine. Well, it's just like it's it's your typical drug lab in a movie where it's like, why are there 50,000 beakers of things and they're all different colored liquids and all of right. them? Because they're diluting the cocaine to make more money. But Sure. But, but like they're also like there's an active lab of chemicals right next to a giant table of powder. Yeah. It's, it's like you're going to you're going to make a mess. You should you should be yeah. more careful. It's like you guys gonna, have never been in a drug lab. You're going to get on. bears. Yeah. But yeah. They uh, but he starts killing. And what happens as Harlow explained to me, because I was like, wait, someone threw him a gun? Yeah. No, is I... apparently he shoots a guy coming at him, and that guy drops the gun. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh. And which he, just... he then catches. Yeah, he just but the way catches. it's shot, it just looks like someone tossed him a gun. And I was well, like, oh, he had a man I'm... on the inside? Because, I mean, that's what happened to make the shot happen. Yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> but, yeah. it's just But the, the idea was that this guy, yeah. Was... The way it's shot and edited just didn't work at all sure. for me, unfortunately. But, uh... but yes, yeah, so then he's truly John Wooing as it's in slow motion, and he's, he's guns akin billing. What happens from here, the first thing, it's daytime when he does this. It's nighttime when they, he and the other dude run outside. But this starts a car chase. Mm-hmm. In which, Another car chase. Yeah, this guy is hauling ass down this dark freeway. And uh, C. Thomas Howell is chasing him. And they destroy so many <laughs> vehicles. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like they're just using alternate takes of the, some of the stuff they've done. No. I mean, it really feels like they wreck a good 35 to 40 cars making this scene. Yeah, I mean, this is like, this is encroaching on like Blues Brothers level of like, holy crap, guys, is, how many cars did you destroy? I mean, yeah, because he's just pit maneuvering half the cars that are around him to, and, to just to get C. Thomas Howell into an accident to get him away. But then they keep swerving around and yeah. 
And that's just the first part because like that's, yeah. that's, you it know, escalates yeah, in that, the ways we love things to escalate. They're, they're just, you know, pit maneuvering and bumping people out of the way mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, you know, chaos happening and cars hitting other cars and all that. And sometimes ramping off of random things. Like yeah. even before I think the explosions come out, he ramps off of something and yeah, kind so, of catches yeah, the car. Somebody the ramps and flips and yeah. the car immediately explodes because that's what cars do. But, but there is that, hmm. that is one of the best explosion car on fire shots that I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. I, I know you guys haven't watched it and I, and I feel like I've been, I've been silent on hyping it too hard, but the Batman, the, the newest Batman movie, mm-hmm. there's a shot that is fairly iconic in that movie of the Batmobile coming out of a fireball. And I know how they did it. It's like, it's part volume. It's part real. It, it's a combination of tricks that they did to accomplish this shot. But watching this, watching this in like a George Miller style, they just fucking did this with a camera on the side of the road and yeah. captured this, you know, car in slow motion just launching out of flames, also looking like Ghost Rider's mm-hmm. Hellride, like yes. being on fl- fire itself. It's good. It's yeah. nighttime, it's on fire, and the camera tracking is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The exposure on the camera is set perfect. It. I'm sorry to de- derail, like, no. talking about this, but it's such a goddamn gorgeous it, shot. No. I, like... It is amazing. Oh, was that when you stood up and applauded? Or was no, it, no, that's the very no. Okay. Because yeah, because <laughs> the way that shot is set up is the bad guy sees. Oh, hey, look at this thing with a bunch of basically cylinders. It's, it's you know, welding, like it's like, like welding you, gas cylinders. Yeah, yeah, but you think of like what you would fill helium balloons with. Yeah, for those, tanks. yeah, like those, large, large size for paint those. Tanks. Yeah, that he shoots off, or, or somehow he gets the clip off of the side of it that's keeping them in place he shoots it off he yeah. does Some, shoot it off this yeah. guy has the most amazing accuracy ever with a yeah. with a mini well yeah. well yeah not only is c thomas how having to dodge these things falling off of it this guy just turns around with a machine gun and just shoots blindly at the road always hitting one right well, every time he turns around i mean backing up before he even shoots the shit off the i mean i mean his amazing accuracy is that he praise and spray or spray and praise the the side of the truck which i was like oh he's just gonna like expose these catch them on mm-hmm. fire and then hit the gas and let this thing just explode behind him yeah i didn't realize he was shooting at the the buckle to release yeah. them you know michael right. bay style and i'm saying like that's an amazing like how did you shoot that and not blow up one of the canisters on mm-hmm. the truck if, if yeah. they blow up so easily because I mean, he has amazing a, accuracy. A realistic one would probably not blow up with a single bullet shot. It would just... Of course not. Yes, yeah, but I mean, it would be the second one when the gas is released and it, it, a spark happens. But. Let's remember the rule. I know. When Plausible you can go for often, awesome, yeah. go for awesome. Right, right. And holy shit, do they go for awesome. Oh, they fucking do, man. Because this guy just keeps blowing these things up. And I swear to God, there's like an unlimited supply of them. Because he blows up two dozen... Three dozen? Like in an SAT question, these are the propane tanks equivalent to the runway in Fast 7 or whatever, yeah. Furious 6. Right. Or 6. Yeah, it's on. Furious I was just six. saying, like, it's unlimited amount of propane tanks and, like, like an unlimited amount of runway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because these things just keep bouncing. They keep blowing up. They keep blowing up cars that are getting near them. That's when so it good. blows up one, and then he has to ramp up through the fireball. And that's when we get the flaming car slow motion shot. That's that's with, the truck with trailer that yeah. got run off the road, and it had a it was a horse trailer full of hay bales. Mm-hmm. So they made it make sense. Good yep. job, mm-hmm. second unit. You're fucking heroes. Yep. That thing is on fire, and that's what he ramps over is the yeah. hay bale on fire. Oh my god. Yeah, this and the flaming car. Good. And I mean, this car is so much on fire that we're like, is that C. Thomas Howell's car, or is that like some random dude? You couldn't tell. Yeah. 
I mean, I'll but, say yes. I mean, in my mind, it's see Thomas Howell's car, even though, like, a second later, there's no sign of flame damage or yeah. the fact that it should yeah. still probably be on fire. And even in the next shot, yeah, there's yeah. no, like, fire on his I mean, Consistency his is not this movie's strong point. Yeah, no. but I mean, I'm going to go... However... I'm going to go with, for awesome sake, it's his car. And yeah. that he, you know, he... Yeah. he I, I, I keep making Batman analogies, but he literally pre-Batmaned Batman by mm-hmm. doing this amazing show. Yeah. yeah. Stunt. So he tears through, and... and this guy is just still, I don't know where all these canisters are coming from at this point, but eventually C. Thomas Howell gets next to the truck that somehow has not been blown up. It has one canister left. It has one left. And we're all like, oh, holy shit, he's going to do this, isn't he? He's, he's <laughs> going to fucking do this. And he nudges the truck and the canister falls onto the hood of his vehicle. And then he fucking guns it, rams the back of this other guy's car, which the back window has been shot out because he's been machine gunning through it the whole time. Impact hits that canister slides right into the passenger seat. That guy looks over, goes, Oh fuck. And see Thomas Howell just fucking shoots it. One shots it. One shots it blows that thing. The fuck up. So, (laughs) and I believe that's when we gave it a standing ovation. I gave it a standing ovation. You guys didn't, we have recliners in the studio, so it's, it's really annoying to get a, give a standing ovation. However, I did text Chuck and I said, this might be the best movie we've ever watched. (laughs) Uh, it's up there. And then he's like, freeway chase? <laughs> I was go. like, yep, freeway chase, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, he just brodied the shit out of that other car yeah. with his car. And the thing that I love, too, is they cut from the burning car straight to someone throwing gr- steaks on a grill back at his house. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. And it's and it's the other, it's this uh, redhead chick. We briefly met her when he was introduced to everyone at the society or whatever. Right. And this is Rachel, who uh, he learns is another one with nine confirmed kills and part of the squad and all that. Well, I'm sure she has a lot more than nine. She had nine. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> to get to get recruited. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, she, she's, she's in she's in the JI. Yeah, she's not just their secretary. She right. is. She's, she's also someone the who knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Oh. And and they put the two of them on a mission to go to Mexico to take out some bad dudes. Because because that's the thing is they're never explaining really like why they need to go do any of the shit they need to do. They're just like, they're bad, go kill them. And it's like, that's all you need. All right. So they go down to Mexico. Well, the first one, he actually bothers to hand him a file with some like uh, crime scene photos. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's It's like, all right, this is what this guy did. He's like, all right, cool. Send me down there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, first scene, I just want to talk about Rachel's character just for a second. Yeah, Um, please do. First first scene, the secret society meeting at at the mansion could have gone, the whole vibe could have gone... We want you for a murder uh, society or a cult orgy, you know, because she's being semi-flirtatious, but everyone's just being like, oh, about the whole thing of like, yeah. man, we know something that you don't. But second scene, when it's at the barbecue, she's like, I believe she actually literally says, how do you like your meat? And I was like, hot and wet, because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the way she said it is very yeah. naked gunnish. But. By the time they get to Mexico, I, I don't know, there's like some B-roll of them like rolling into this village, and it's like, oh, look, Bonda music's playing, so they must be in Mexico. Look, mm-hmm. a piñata. But anyway, they roll into this place, and it's like, she walks into the hotel room. You know, she's every scene, she's wearing like less and less clothing. This time, she just walks in, and it's like, oh, it's so hot out here. There, shirt, yeah, shirt off, yeah. bras on, but she's just like, what a fuck? <laughs> I mean, she's just basically like turns into like sex incarnate at this point, because yeah. it's just like. Well, and the, we're, you know, we got we got some okay, time to kill. It's weird because she doesn't say "want to fuck," right? It's like, which well, would let's, make, let's make way, 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 way more sense. Yeah, when she says "want to make love," right? And it's like, 
did Tommy Wiseau write this? Yeah. Like, like it's one of those like that's not what that character would say. Correct. Like we barely know this character, but we do know this. She would call it fucking. And then he just, he, I mean, it's just, he it's does been, not say a word to her throughout. Was, After she says that, he does not say a word to her. Yeah. Euphemisms aside, like, that's a creepy thing to say to anybody, especially, I mean, if you're trying to solicit sex, and I mean, I'm not saying maybe, maybe don't be that direct, but, um, don't, like, you know, if you've just met somebody, don't call it that, because that's just, like, that's just wrong. Like, yeah. on so many <laughs> levels, like, it's like, it's very romantic for a couple people who should be just fucking. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, don't phrase it that way. Cause I mean, like even, you know, it, it's mixed signals for everybody involved. Cause like, mm-hmm. you know. yeah. Cause now is she going to get too attached? Right. Right. Said yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he's like, no, no. And, uh, just kind of sits yeah, on the bed really and she goes, he's cleaning his gun. Yeah. And then she goes, take a shower and yeah, we get some gratuitous nudie of her taking a shower. And then all of a sudden he's in the shower and it's like, all right, I guess they're fucking. This movie loves to change this dude's mind off screen. Yes, they do. And, and not give us any context for it. It's like, Correct. oh, surprise, see Thomas Hell. Hello. Yeah. See Thomas it, fuck. Yeah. And, and then it goes on a little too long for this kind of movie. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, but it, it cuts away before anything gets real mm-hmm. super hot. Yeah. yeah. And, and from here, <laughs> she's all dressed looking out the window going, all right, it's time to go. He is still sleeping. And the way he gets up, it's like... It's like he has a hangover. Yeah, it's like, did you get fuck drunk? What is... What Been happened? There, man. Like, I, they seem to want to establish that he has nightmares every time he sleeps, and it's like the PTSD form, you know, comes in the form of when he sleeps, because she's yeah. like, hey, we gotta wake up, and he's like... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> but it's he's also like, don't ever like, do that. But it's also like the middle of the day. Right. It's, it's like, it's not... It, it, you're not a siesta type of guy. He's like, siesta what are you Thomas doing? Howell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Teed it up. Sorry. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, But so anyway, eventually she gets him up and they go in and it's more John Woo shit because they just destroy all these dudes in this uh, in this mansion. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like one of those like villas where it's got a whole like gated area. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't really understand this setup. I mean, it it appears that it's like the Italian mafia is running drugs in Mexico, which is Mm -hmm. but like all the way involved because like. The guy that's at the house is also seems to be of that persuasion because, like, they've got the one caricature walks up is like, oh, what is this place? Like, something out of fucking Zorro? Oh. And yeah. there's like, it's very funny, senior. But, yeah. you know, and, but they take him to the other guy and it's just like, he's also like, oh, yeah, where's the stuff? And it's like, why are you in Mexico? Like, you know, like I don't yeah, know. It- it doesn't make a lot of sense, but yeah. Don't, don't I, try to make too much I, sense. I'm saying, this. like, it's, this is all just, like, the, I'm sure they're, like, extra flavor, you know, pepper mm, it in, but yeah. it's all just background to Well, it's just like up. C. Thomas House, which is in and out of a Boston accent. It's weird. But but anyway, yeah. I think he's doing that just to, like, try to blend in. Like, that's his undercover sort of... No, but he kind of does it with his... Oh, does he? ...ex. Okay. It's weird. Right. It's, like, it's like he just couldn't decide what he wanted to use, but either way... She and him murder a bunch of dudes in the John Woo way in that, like, a dude jumps out and shoots at you but misses 20 times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your the the hero's aim with two guns is perfect. Hits him, you know, in the chest five or six times. There, I think it's – I don't think it's this scene. I think it's actually the later scene. But, I mean, because there are several. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there – as you pointed out, there there's, like, almost like a commando level of mansion infiltrations in this yeah. movie. Yeah. But during one of these, there is just a particular, I don't know, egregious, silly, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's running down some sort of like back stairway type thing, like around mm-hmm. the back of the house and just kind of like comes around the corner and like gets two guys that he probably shouldn't have. But then 
like four dudes behind him ambush him and he's able to like turn around with his one handgun and just like bang 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 and it's like okay like this is not a character who has been treated like john wick right you know right where it's like no you expect him to murder everyone immediately yeah I mean, I'm just saying, they need a little bit of realism just every once in a while. No, like, they never miss. Yeah. They, they just, they do not miss unless it's expedient to the plot. Sure, sure. Yeah, so she and him, they murder everyone and then just basically head back to Ed Louder and be like, all right, Ed Louder, I joined this society because you had promised me that you were going to help me find my family's killers. Oh, no, he just said, why am I doing this? This was, And then that's when he offers up, it's like, does this name mean anything? Did you ever see the people that killed your family? It's like, well, we know about them, and if you keep playing ball with us i'll tell you about it and then he's like all right fine leaves the room and this is where he's like if he asks too many questions kill him and we find out this is where the conspiracy dime is dropped of like yeah. oh there's something clearly yeah. there's something else going on here so that he's now like at first it was just like uh, you're paying me I, these are bad guys you've told me the bad guys well, he no, comes they... back he comes back with the attitude of like all right it's time you tell me why we're doing this no but he also the hammer that that got him to agree Was to it? It. it. Yeah. It's when he, when Ed Lauder hands him back the money, he tells him, I, I can, I know your family was murdered. I can help you find the people. I didn't realize he dropped it that early. I thought, yeah. I thought it was only the second time. Yeah, he like, did. So that's why he okay. was doing it. But now that must've pro- must been like the moment I checked out. Cause I also realized he didn't hand it back. So I must've yeah. looked up something or looked away yep. for a second. Yeah. You might've been looking something up on your phone. I don't know. But either way, like that's the reason he's there. Okay. And, and Ed Lauder has made it clear he's never going to tell him because Rachel has told Ed Lauder that, yeah, he said once he finds out, he's out. Right. He's done. And he's like, well, then we're never letting him find out. And yeah. if he asks too much, we'll kill him. So she meets up with him with C. Thomas Howell at some point and is just like, you got to stop asking all the questions. This is not going to go well. Yeah, I think they, that was just like a casual encounter. And, and it, pl- it's played weirdly because it's like you never it's one of those movies where, I mean, she's the the writing for her is clearly just like gratuitous nudity and not much else i mean mm-hmm. because they're like ah we should probably have her have something to do with the plot but it's like they never really make it clear if she's on his side or not yeah really because she's never like oh i'm you need to back off because i'm doing this for your own protection because I'm, I'm in love with you yeah you know, or anything like that <laughs> yeah. it's just like you know well she does she does say at some point i just want us to both get in a car and drive away okay. you know, i'm just like never come back sure but, it's, but isn't that the same scene where she gets up and there's a pistol underneath her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, where it was like, oh, was she ready to kill him if need be? I, I don't know. Is she now changing her mind yeah, uh, off screen like yeah. Thomas it's, Howell? It's, a it's lot of, not good at selling anything no. she does, unfortunately. Because eventually. There's a bunch I mean, of scenes. But yeah, the next scene is yeah, them. They go to like an underground, a uh, shitty underground uh, casino. I mean, mm-hmm. I would say like we've seen Punisher and stuff like that where it's yeah. at least like fancy looking underground because right. this is just like a, an empty warehouse with some. Yeah, and, and this is how bad, like, the storytelling is of the transitionary scenes, is I thought that they were joining together to go kill all the J.I. main dudes. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, their weekly poker game, and we're going to get them all when they're all together. No, just and, other, other random bads. Yeah, because I'm like, who are the other two dudes? And it's like, no, they're just random dudes that we had to kill. And, yeah. they, and again, because it's not framed well. I guess they basically are just like walking and it's like game's over fellas and you know start yeah. lighting the place up but I guess somewhere in the firefight and I don't even remember like a even like a slight freeze frame or an ad- identifying shot it's like see Thomas Howell was just like oh shit I know someone in the crowd yeah dives on one of the dudes like mid shooting mm-hmm. and I you know you don't even really like the explanation is not really there the other two just continue to fire and fire and fire until, yeah, everybody's, until everybody's down dead. And then, you know, when the gunshots have finally stopped, the guy that he's tackled is like, the hell are you doing? And 
He runs over and it's the cop from the beginning. That yeah, was, the partner uh, from yeah, the beginning. From Jeff Hayes' partner. <laughs> I do like that his dying words are, you should have been a dentist. Yeah. Yeah, you should have gone to dental school. Son, be a dentist. <laughs> yeah. But, and then those guys are like, what's wrong with him? Well, we should probably waste him. Yeah. And so, of course, he turns around and once again, showing his skill, is able to just cap them immediately. Yeah, cap the two random no-name J.I. guys and then gets her at gunpoint and then it's... Like I said, it's basically sort of like the opposite of James Bond. She got like a, a life-saving mm-hmm. dose of C. Thomas Howell, I guess. Yeah. Because... She just walks into the yeah, sunset Yeah, I mean, or he's, he's yeah. just like... She was like, oh, you weren't supposed to walk out here. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm walking. And he walks out, and we never see her again in the rest of the movie. Yeah. I was expecting something with her by the end, and there is nothing. From here, he's just... It's... Or did we just add in the dialogue of like there's something I got to go do? I got there's a whole bunch of people I got to murder. I feel like he just like no is like he, right he, on to like okay yeah it's time he to shows go. up at the mansion yeah, all right he's like time to fucking murder everybody and that's when once again he goes commando mm-hmm. but I mean I don't know he's wearing pants I yeah can't but it is like sure. he's he's like he's like lucky commando you know because yeah. it's like every shot he shoots hits somebody dudes just jump out of buildings and get fucking gunned down it would work better if we hadn't seen it earlier already. Mm-hmm. But eventually he gets everyone except Ed Lauder, who is able to hit him with a car (laughs) and take off. So he hops in a shitty old beater and chases after the Jaguar that Ed Lauder took off in. And this leads to another highway chase where they destroy a considerable amount of cars once again. Including during the daytime, including most of the Jaguar that Ed Lauder is driving. I don't know how that thing was still running. It's pretty impressive for a 90s Jag. Yeah, I mean, the wheels should have just flown off of that thing at some <laughs> point because that thing was trashed. Also, if you like the cars that were on on the road in the 90s, um, but also like to see them get wrecked, watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of them that are just like all the shit that you remember seeing when you were yeah, whatever and, age you were. Uh, eventually at some point. All right, so there's there are several things. There's the one stunt guy gets his car like under a semi. In, like, a very uncomfortable way. Like, almost trying to do the sports car under a semi's trailer trick. Yeah, the Christmas vacation thing. But it's not. It's But it gets wedged in. I mean, like, the Jaguar is pushing it under. Right. Um, and I believe that's what causes the jackknife of the yeah. of the semi. So the the semi ends up, like, jackknifing one guy, James Dean's, into the into this uh, side of the semi-trailer. Um, and then, basically, uh, see Thomas Howell. His son. Yeah, J. J. He Jr. basically <laughs> tries, drives his uh, beater car under it and does the perfect shear the roof off thing mm-hmm. to which he get, well, then gets a keep in uh, mind the whole thing the whole thing has gone up in a giant oh, fireball yeah, 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 yeah. you forgot I mean, the most is, important sure, part this sure. is one of those big ass explosions like like set this up lock everyone down we're doing this explosions yeah and uh big ups to the to the camera operators and second unit guys because they get all the coverage of this yeah it, it's a good one it's it's a fucking huge motherfucking fireball yep it might not be the best fireball we've seen, but this one goes in the fireball hall of fame. Yeah, and it's, it's got like, and it's also got like those those sparks that shoot off the yeah. side. You know, like I the fireball type the balls thing. of fame. Yeah, <laughs> God, it's so good. Yeah, but they blow it up, and he and he drives underneath, shearing off the top of his car, and then just peeks out, <laughs> peeks out, and he goes, "Ha ha, convertible." Yeah, but he's still chasing Ed Louder, and and there are still more cars on the road somehow. Despite all this, yeah, they have not wrecked all. At of some them. point, maybe it's even before the semi comes in. We are we learn that there is also a biplane in the equation, and he has called the biplane and yeah. said, "Land on the freeway." Yeah. And the guy in the biplane says, "You're breaking up. I think you just said land on the freeway." 
You want like, me to land on the 406? I totally can't do that. Yeah. I gotta land on the 305. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yes, land yeah. on the goddamn freeway. And eventually he does. And people on the freeway are just like, what the fuck is happening here? As you should when yep. a plane lands on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, C. Thomas Hall has to pull a J-turn to get back there to catch up with them because he sees the plane coming and he's like, oh shit, I'm in a convertible. That propeller will kill me. And swerves around, comes behind, and basically does the same move his father did except on the front of a convertible and jumps onto the wing as the plane is taking off. The landing gear. Or the landing gear, yeah. It's a very precarious thing because it's a... Because it swivels. Well, yeah, it yeah. swivels. Uh, you know, I mean, at least it's not. You know, it's not a jet, so it's not going to retract. It's not going to be one of those situations yeah. that always terrifies me of getting crushed in the oh, landing gear. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but you know, you are just hanging on the wheel of a biplane as it's taking. Actually, it doesn't really take off. Off at first, they 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 allow him to like at least somewhat get a footing before the pilot mm-hmm. is like, all right, gun it, and the thing just fucking takes off yeah. and it's like, eat shit, Tom Cruise. Yeah, this stunt guy. I mean, I know we know we know there's harnesses. We know yeah. he's not going to fall to his death or anything, but holy shit, yeah. it's still, just the way it's filmed, you're like, dear God, yeah. this man. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah, but see, Thomas Howell finally bellies his way up onto the wing like a tub in 604 or yeah. whatever. <laughs> 605. And... For some reason, Ed Lauder, who's like taking the Indiana Jones seat on the the dual seats, the front seat, has to have the stupid flying cap. I don't understand why that's a rule. Maybe it's so yeah. that he gets to have radio contact. Mm. No, no, because no, it doesn't have a wire. It no. just looks like an old like 1920s football I, helmet. It's just it's, it's just neat. It's so the stunt man can be there instead of Ed Lauder. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry, I said that. Oh no, you have spoiled movies. I said they they hypothetically, they, actually, they didn't have a bald stunt exactly man. Why it was there? But yes, so it, for some reason, Ed Lauder is like, well, this seat where I'm mostly safe in this plane, this is no good. I should get out on the wing and fight him. And uh, so he does. Let's just say gravity wins in the end. Yep. He just falls to his death. Yeah. Wicked, this is not. He is obeying gravity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, C. Thomas Howell just jumps in the seat, tells the guy, landed it, or you're next. <laughs> and I, I guess the guy complied. Uh, and then we get kind of, kind of another hard cut of like he's... You know, it's weekend time. He's meeting up with his son. The ex-wife is there. Yeah, and, he's sitting there waiting, and and he perks up when he sees somebody. And I thought for sure it was going to be the redhead. No, but no, it's just the ex-wife and the son. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, like, I mean, I know the attention to detail and continuity maybe isn't this movie's strong suit, but nope. I will say, from just a general, like, okay clearly from costume and makeuping and all that and hairstyling he's cleaned up like i mean it's like from this like, as soon as it pans back you're like oh yeah he's he's good now like yeah. i mean i'm not saying he's like he hasn't like shaved his shitty goatee and all that i'm just mm-hmm. saying like it is it's not matted and he gross. doesn't look fucking depressed yeah. anymore yeah it's like norman yeah. reedus took a shower and he's like oh okay maybe i see what the ladies see now right yeah, but then it's just like, the son's like, I thought you were coming to mom. And she's like, can I? And it's like, oh, we're still in love. Suck face and freeze frame. And the movie is over. Yeah, we yeah. actually skipped another murder that he did oh. where uh, he gives a guy a ticket to Burning Man. And then that guy comes after him and they both have to jump out the window of a fucking building while a man is on fire chasing after him. <laughs> Pretty good stunts. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he lands on the like he lands on a van outside, smashes through that and just walks away limping. Yeah, yep. it like splits through the roof of the van. Yeah. Like, so I guess it broke his fall enough. I guess, but yeah, and did then, not break well, the other guy's. Fall. Well, the Bernie man also fell through the same thing. So not only did he fall through the roof of the van, he woke up immediately, went, "I got to get the fuck out of the van," dove out of the way, 
Birdman land on the van. He just kind of limps out of the back of the van yeah. as the van then explodes because yes. there's a guy on fire inside of it. And yeah. It's clearly... that type of movie where not only have you set a man on fire, you have tossed that man out of a building. Correct. Into a van that then explodes. Yes. If that doesn't sum it up, I don't know what does. No Stargrove. In fact, very shitty 90s style soundtrack. I mean, There's saying... actually a couple things I like. Really? Yeah, but okay. but it, it's very much like the early part is like... I remember telling BJ, I'm like, this is every fucking mid-90s soundtrack that we ever get that sounds like it was like stock music shit. But then there's the other stuff that's like, oh, yeah, we watched Desperado, and uh, we like that music, so this is what we're going to use in here now. But there there is one thing that's kind of like his little theme that I actually kind of like. But but yeah, but otherwise, it's like you're never going to remember any well, of this. Well, here, I, actually, only because I have thoughts similar to that that can lead into something mm-hmm. else, I'll go ahead and start talking yeah. about my ratings. There, there is a weird point you reach in... Uh, watching movies where it almost becomes a detriment because I mean, with all art and everything, I mean, if you really truly know music, I feel like at a certain point, like if you truly understand like music theory and you're really well versed, I don't know if you can understand, like really appreciate music anymore. Cause I mean like that, that's not maybe yours or something, you know, that you came up with because you would just hear it and hear all the influences and know them for everything forever you're like oh you, mm. you, you that's that little okay that's a ditty like from out of you know blueberry hill and this is a little thing over here from you know it's like all the like musical like i see exactly how you came up with yeah. that's cool one four six yeah. chord that's some bullshit stuff right yeah. yeah yeah i'm just saying like i don't know like maybe movies become that way where if you're just like a person writing this in on vhs in 1996 97 you're probably gonna think this is fucking awesome and you'd be right i mean because i mean mm-hmm. clearly this is gonna be a five jacks movie i'll just get that out of the way yeah. That being said, as a film student, or what, what, that sounds pretentious, as a person who enjoys film, like watching this, you can't help but pick things apart. Like, ah, all right, fuck, you saw Tarantino. Ah, fuck, you saw The Professional. Like, and, you know, that's the murdering mm-hmm. the family scene is very reminiscent of that. It's like, ah, you watched a lot of John Woo. Okay, you didn't see The Matrix because that one wasn't out yet, but, you know, okay, yeah. well, actually, you got that from John Woo and. The Matrix stole it from him too, and you know, I'm just saying, like, you see all these things, and it's like mm-hmm. it almost becomes like reductive or something. Like, a you know how the sausage is made, yeah. And but I don't care. Like, it's still, it's still, <laughs> it's still all good. Like, I mean, I'm saying, like, those pieces really don't matter. I mean, the the if I were reading this, like, I feel like I, I rag on this movie, but I think it's maybe just my high, my hopes were so high. I would similar say this is similar to like Top Gun Maverick. Like all the story bits, kind of hot bullshit. Like honestly, like oh for sure, like yeah. like honestly, like worse than some other things we've watched as far as like a narrative tying everything. But that's not why we're here. But that's not why we're here at all. It's like, thank fucking Christ the second unit showed up because it would be completely unwatchable otherwise Mm. um, to me. I know other people don't share that opinion. but Well, I mean, I'll give this movie a little bit of a pass because the second unit does so much work. And and also, they sort of structure it well enough that we never go too long in between absolutely ass-blasting action scenes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Ass blasting action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it on the box. <laughs> it's going to blast your ass. I think we were talking so about that action. cereal a few weeks ago, like the real life colon blow, uh, whatever <laughs> that was called. Uh, no, I, somewhere I was along the way, I was going to explain my whole five jocks thing. Yeah. I mean, all, all the second unit stuff is rad. I mean, it's we've watched other things where I cringe because it looks unsafe on all conceivable levels. Mm-hmm. There are things in this that look extremely unsafe. It's all framed in a way that it makes it look okay. Never really did I actually feel in danger for the people. I was like, oh, that's ballsy. But never was I like, ah, that person's going to die. I feel like we've watched, especially some of these 70s things, like uh, whatever, the first gone in 60 seconds. Where I was like, mm-hmm. ah, you literally, pure luck saved your life. Mm-hmm. No right. no, no thought. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 great. But yeah, the, 
the Tarantino-esque dialogue and stuff is bad. And also the fact that, like, the Jackie Brown stewardess lady never comes back. Like, I, nope. that, like that, that, that's a weird thing in movies to me that has always bothered me. Like, have somebody come in and deliver a fucking Shakespearean monologue and then disappear. Like, I mean, I guess that's very yeah. Shakespearean, actually, now that I mention it. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, you've unlocked the code. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, five jocks for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, the, if I were rating it, like, on a, on a normal movie scale, it would be, like, it would right, it'd be different because, like, I almost have to, like, say, like movie two stars like second unit fucking 11 you know like i of mean course, just, yeah. yeah that's a high average well yeah <laughs> that's i mean that's what that's what happens with the Banffcast is we mm-hmm. we can yeah we i can just overlook i'm the, saying we watched yeah. other movies with with better connective tissues than this and not yeah, trying yeah. to be oh, of slick i mean though i do like the match cut the steak match cut is, yeah. is a good thing mackie what do you think i think it's five jocks oh yeah it's fucking awesome <laughs> Why? It's like shit blowing up <laughs> constantly. Like I, you could nitpick the shit out of it, but every time I start to do that, I'm like, "Who cares? Something's gonna blow up soon, or some dude's gonna get shot, and it's gonna be fucking rad." Absolutely. And that's the thing is, this movie is just this movie's not good. It's rad, and there's a big difference. Good rad movies. Yeah. <laughs> Get one to five jobs. Yeah, I mean, watch, job. watching the setup of that canister on the front of it, like piecing it together as it's happening, you're like. Yeah. No, like it's yes. very what? rare that we're all like they're doing this, aren't they? They're <laughs> yeah. fucking doing it because we always want it to happen sure. and it never does. Like, every... and that's the thing is like this is PM Entertainment. I think the thing about them is you feel like oh, this is direct to video bullshit that somebody made, but like they spent a fuck ton of money on oh, vehicles. Yeah. Expo- like all the budget went into stunts, but it's like way more than you'd expect because there's a lot of right, these where we're right. like. Oh man, it would be really awesome if they did this, but we know the budget's not there. And then it's like, holy shit, they just did that. You know, big gasoline budget. Like, yeah, yeah. I it, it's five jocks. It's fucking awesome. I I don't know what else to say. Like like I said, I wrote I, I wrote Chuck mid movie. I'm like, this might be the best movie we've ever watched. And on the strength of that one scene, and, and it is definitely not the best movie we've ever watched. That's no. I, that, that's sheer hyperbole, slight but, hyperbole. But that scene is so good. And then that scene on the pier is just like. Both of those. We were just—I was just giddy, laughing. I'm like, "Holy shit! They're actually doing this." Like, Honestly, just... all three car chases are primo. Yeah, I mean, the third one. By the time you get to the third one, you're just—you're a little bit exhausted. I would also like to point out three car chases, extremely good, and they all just drive in a straight fucking line for like four and a half minutes. Yeah, that's pretty works. fucking good. That's yeah. that's excitement. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't think we, I think we undersold a little bit, like the sociopath, as we can call him, that's how he's probably listed in the credits. Like that guy books it like for wearing dress shoes i think we were commenting oh, yeah, yeah. about like it's not just like a oh no i should like that guy just this becomes like tom cruise running i mean like yeah i mean he becomes usain bolt basically it's just like yeah. dude i did not expect this guy to have that speed he, he becomes is, a goddamn gazelle yeah. Yeah. he's not running away he's yeah. fucking sprinting <laughs> yeah yeah um what would you say if i told you that my rating was going to be less than five jocks i would say i'd say uh, you're lying but yeah. I mean, that's just what I'd say. I'd say we need to get Chuck to come back because you're off the show. <laughs> I'd say I'd say go with God, but I wouldn't be that harsh. I just, I mean, if 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 the worst I would do yeah. as far as harshness would say you're lying, but um, yeah. I I would forgive you but if you I, didn't. I will t- I will say this: if we had a four and a half jocks, I would probably have given it four and a half, but we don't, so I round it up to a five. That's fair. That's fair. How could I ever stand up in the theater and applaud and not give it five jocks? That's a good question. I don't know. Make, it would have make, to do something pretty egregious by the end of it. I feel like, yes. did we stand up and applaud when the in, like when Forbidden Zone was over? <laughs> <laughs> 
We might have. I mean, that I think it was no, stunned silence. We uh, dragged ourselves into the uh, studio and cried. Okay. No, this is definitely five jocks. Like okay. you don't you don't get to fucking ramp. Sorry, a, Chuck. You don't get to fucking fireball ramp a car like that. God. And I was beside myself watching yeah. that, like just in awe. No, you were beside Mackie. I saw you. I was also beside myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a very complicated seating it, arrangement over yeah. on the left hand side. You wouldn't understand. There's so much in this movie. I feel like Chuck could make clips of it. Oh, of for, like all the best years. scenes. Yeah. And that clip would be like 45 minutes long. Yeah. You owe yourself, listening audience. You deserve it. Go watch Go watch this movie. I'm sure you can find a DVD of it for like seven cent in every thrift store in America. It appears they only sell it on Amazon. Like it's not streaming anywhere. None of that stuff. Go find it. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Pirate it. I don't care. Watch it. There is some good. Like I, I bitch about 90s movies, but holy shit. There is some good under the radar 90s stuff like this. Yeah. And especially like PM Entertainment, I swear to God, they're like, they get it. And it's also less like incredibly 90s bullshit. It's just an action movie. It's not like, I mean, okay, there's a little bit of John Wooiness to mm -hmm. it. Like they, they wear stupid sunglasses like everybody did in the 90s. But yep. it's not that 90s bullshit, right? Yeah. See, Thomas is, there's one pair of sunglasses he has that are like egregiously cat eyed. I mean, oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when they're like, doing their like yeah. matrix. Yeah. It's just their like, matrix outfits. I was like, dude, those, those are bordering on ladies' sunglasses just because of how cat eyed they are. Like, <laughs> they reminded me of the, the ones that you, um, would get from Pizza Hut. Like pink and green? Yeah. Oh, those were from Back to the Future oh. 2. Those were all like replicas of the actual glasses were from they? Back okay. to the Future 2 that they I, wore. Yeah. I fucking couldn't remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, go see it. It's good. Yep. Um, fucking rules, actually. I yeah. shouldn't. I shouldn't undersell it. Go fucking see it's, it. It's up there with Rage and Hologram Man, and many other Golden Jocks. Yep. Or you know, Five Jocks movies. Yep. You know what else is awesome besides PM Entertainment? What? Our fans. You know, how about some VM Entertainment? If yeah. they wanted to leave us a voicemail. There. <laughs> Ooh, nice one. Yeah. Way to pick it should, up and run with it. They should call nine one zero five Jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. The Bamfcast phone, yeah, the Garfield up, hotline. Wake up that Garfield. Tell tell Garfield your stories. Yeah. And then we will play those stories on the podcast. And if you're not vocally inclined, you may email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Or if you just want to visit the website, that is bmfcast.com. If you are monetarily inclined, mm -hmm. you, should, you should go to <laughs> patreon.com slash bamfcast and uh, give us your money. There's a yeah. ton of extra content there. So much there that you'll think that you would never run out. It's that much. It's, there's so it's much a lot. fucking free content. It's a plethora. Well, not free content. There's so much $1 <laughs> content. Yeah, there's a lot. On Patreon. And Check more stuff out. to come. Yeah. Working on it. It pays our bills. Things. And it, it pays for stuff like... We appreciate that. The weird tax thing that we have to do for oh, having a Patreon. Oh, shit. You're right. Taxes. It's tax year. Or tax time of the year. It's the other thing I can guarantee. Yeah. But if... Uh, we, know, we know inflation sucks. Times are tough. If you can't, we understand, but share the show with somebody, yeah. somebody you love, someone who will appreciate something like The Sweeper, a.k.a. Justice Incorporated, starring C. Thomas Howell. Yeah. If you have a friend that you used to go to the video store with, since you a, don't talk to you're them. you're old like us. Right. B, since you don't talk to them anymore, uh, go on Facebook and share our link on their page. <laughs> or maybe you're young and you're in like a VHS store uh, LARPing group or something mm. and you're like, yeah. You know, yield and times when you would find movies by physically going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. tell It's a quest. Tell your friends about us. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get out of here, shall we? Let's... Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Banffcast Out. Be kind, rewind. Rewind.